great forehand. All right. Okay, so welcome to the real podcast where I got John Story on the podcast here to talk about his life, what he does to bring value to agents, lenders, title reps, and we got some background noise. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, John, man, thank you for coming to San Antonio. I want to hear your story. A little play there. No pun intended. <laughs> No you get that a lot. The story. Yeah, tell me the Good. story story. So anyways. Okay, awesome, man. So have you always done real estate coaching? Tell me from the beginning. What, what, would, you, what would you do when you, what was your first job? Uh, I did construction. I framed houses when I was 12. Nice. And dug ditches for eight hours a day. For a big time builder? Or no, just, just our family. They had a, a new home construction company and teach you to the grind and waking up in the morning being done. The philosophy when I was taught young was, you know, start early. And by the time people are starting work, you're done. You get to enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah. Like most people like to sleep in and then how old were you that time 12 you were 12 <laughs> building framing just i became an working. entrepreneur when i was 12. damn yeah i w lived in a we lived in an apartment complex while we were uh building a house and i would get bored you yeah. know but most people kids that get bored just want to watch tv whatever so i went to the apartment complex and i said can i mow your lawns can i you know take care of any of the pool stuff so they gave me a job side job that nice. they would pay me a hundred dollars a week to do and then I would shovel their walks. Well, then when I started shoveling walks, then I would go around where, you know, like real estate, they door knock. Yeah. So I'd have a shovel and I would door knock. And so then I'd have <laughs> six other peoples that I would shovel their driveway for, for 15 to 20 bucks. So every time it would snow, they knew I was going to come and I'd clean it. Do you, you put know. them on a the schedule? Yeah, obviously, man. <laughs> when it, obviously the schedule was when it snowed. Yeah. So then I'd just go out and I'd, I'd handle that. But I mean, I, I think it's one of my entrepreneur mindset. So really. you were 12. Were you playing sports at the time or anything? Yeah, I played uh, basketball at the time and soccer and you know just any sport that a kid would play at the time yeah rollerblading all that you know being a kid dude man i used to i used to knock on doors and this is gonna sound really um cliche i guess but i used to knock on doors and ask to mow people's yards <laughs> i said hey man pay me 20 bucks i'll mow your yard yeah, i used to leave little flyers at everybody's yeah, door right i might make like 120 bucks a month but at, at that time it's at you know 10 years old it was that's a lot of money for a 10 or 12 year old yeah man. yeah that's yeah. awesome. So from construction to what? Uh, then I went and I, well, when I graduated high school, I went to college, a full ride scholarship for running and then decided not to take the scholarship yeah. and just go to school. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I'm, I, you know, I might, but it let me to where it is today. I just got sick of running. Felt like my family thought that they were, I was running the race and they were trying to take the awards. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's so great. You know, what, what did you run? Uh, long distance, cross nice. country, mile, two mile, half nice. mile. I graduated high school at 137 pounds, and I walk around like 220. Shit. But, um, yeah. But I could run really fast, but then I was, you know, and then I went into the medical field because, yeah. obviously, you don't ever want to do what your family does because you never know. And then when I was going to become a respiratory therapist after I clipped the first year of the program, the CRT, they told me how much money I was going to make. And it was yeah. a little over 100-something thousand, right? And, I mean, that was years ago. That was prior to where 100 grand back then was quite a bit of money. It'd be equivalent to probably like three, 350 yeah. in today's society, what I'm thinking. And uh, I just said, no, nah, I felt like I was worth more. Yeah. I don't think most people don't think they're worth more. I think every woman in life thinks that they're worth more because <laughs> they know what they bring to the table and not afraid to eat alone. Yeah. I always put that in the podcast. Yeah, I always like people to know that, you know. It's funny. Yeah. Funny, I was telling Leroy actually had brought this up before he even walked in at my desk, and he was like, "So, what did you do before?" And I was like, "I was in nutrition. My my master's in nutritional science. I wanted to work in a hospital, be a dietetic right. dietitian for a long time, and then I started seeing my salary check, and I'm like, this is not going to cut it. Like, right. if I'm going to have a family making X amount per year, it's just not enough for me. Well, 
I and get so it. clocking in eight to five, teaching nutritional counseling in San Antonio is the same thing every day. Please don't eat tacos. And it's the same thing every day. I'm like, I can't do this every day. Right. So my mom was in real estate. My dad was a broker. And I saw how well they were doing. I said, like, I can do that. So I got into it and started running. And ever since then, I cannot go back to that kind of medical field. Well, you can't go work for someone is that, what it is. Yeah. And I just, I, I didn't love it. And be at a set pay. Yeah. See, I think that's the biggest thing is like once you get the taste of it, there's nothing to do with you. Didn't, he's probably still love being a nutritionist and having the knowledge of it because exactly. obviously you went to school for it, right? Right. But having a set pay, like I always tell people, it's interesting how many people in our lives will give us advice, but yet they're told when they show up to work, they're told when they leave work, and they told how much they're getting paid. Yeah. So 80% of your life is dictated by somebody else's standards, and the life you live is dictated off the pay, the kind of house you can buy, the kind of yeah. cars you can drive, the vacations you can go on. Is And people you know, will say like, well, you know, lie, I'm living my best life. Well, really, are you? Are you living the life that somebody chose for you yeah, it's dictated off your pay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get where I'll get with friends and they'll say, you know, to, to, you know, kind of speak off. Like I went to college, same thing as you, but yeah. I dropped out a couple semesters and I went at four year degree. <laughs> That's my, the back of my Lambo, the license plate says drop out. And then my handle Does it from really? a college dropout. <laughs> That's right? awesome. I gotta see that later on, but a picture of that, but it's funny. Cause I, uh, people and they'll say, well, John money isn't everything. And I said, well, how the hell would you know? Do you have a lot of it? Yeah. Because, when I thought I made two, three, four hundred thousand, I thought I was killing it, right? Because yeah. most, you know, your friends, you're living, a, you're living a good life. I would say at three hundred thousand, like my buddy Brad says, you kind of get out of the rat race to where you can afford a nice house, nice car, be able to go on some better vacations. But I think anybody below that, I mean, and, and a lot of people, they can take it any which way they want. Right. I think people are just stuck in where they're at because of the people that they're around. Yeah. I can see that getting judged. There's, there's the fear of rejection is huge in society. It's today. also not in everybody. And now I, I, I think I told you this too. Like we need, we need people that run eight to five that do those things every day. And, and some people just are born with the natural ability of wanting to get out there and wanting to make more and wanting to be yep. something great. And he was like, did you go to college? Like, yeah, I went to college. And he, he went to a semester of UTSA. Right. And he's out. And I said, I wish that was, he doesn't know what he wants to do. And then he chose real estate. But I wish there was a gap after high school and college where you had like a year or two to think about it. And it, honestly, it might weed out a lot of just shitty people in this world because they're either going to make it or not. Well, I think you people know? aren't taught anymore. Like when we went to school, we had, you know, an applied technology center where you could go be a plumber or learn to be a welder. And I don't think society has that right now. They're all trying to be the next videographer, the next social media uh, influencer and if everybody's doing that then obviously it's a saturated market I'm, well that's why I like about you man I, I I go to a lot of coaching stuff and I I try and keep educated as much as I can just try and keep motivated and then one thing that stuck out by, by, about you about to uh, suck out with you to me was how you're very candid and you're just real like a lot of times it's just so salesy it's so salesy so general and vague and it's just it's not actual real grinding of what it takes and what, what you need to be and what you need to do and you were honestly, I was like, he's great for just pe put people in check, like just a reality check of what you should be doing. That was a big thing. I think you got to lead by example. Yeah. I mean, I'm not perfect in a lot of ways. And I think people would say I'm not perfect in a lot of ways, but those same people, are they perfect in a lot of ways? Yeah. I think we spend too many time judging each other versus just looking in the mirror. Um, I love how my buddy Brad says, you know, Bradley, I'll say his last name, Bradley. If you guys don't follow him on his podcast, dropping bombs, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great podcast and people should be following it so you guys can go back What's this and forth. podcast called? Yeah. Dropping bombs. Dropping bombs. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I just think people live in this society of if you take a photo and you put it out there and people love who you are, whatever it is, it's like instant 
gratification. Yeah. Right. And oh, you can break that. And out. if you feel that way, why don't you feel good all the time? You know what I'm saying? Like if it right. makes you feel good, like you look at a girl that gets her hair done or a guy that gets his hair done, you feel good. You know, you get dressed up, you're going to an event. Then why don't you do that every day? Yeah. I've never understood people that if something is so good, it makes you feel good. Why not do it every day? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. No, that's a big, I used to wear, I used to wear suits a lot. And then I'm just a big fan of the t-shirts now. Bro, built B Y L T. These <laughs> yeah, shirts are the golf best. Brand. These are the best shirts ever. I just bought that their their uh, fleece for like when it gets colder yeah, outside. Yeah, dude, the best the shirts magnets. ever. They fit me. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. That's so that's that's a big thing for me. Is like if you're gonna coach and you gotta be real, you gotta have some some grid and show what it takes. And when you were like, yeah, if you don't give it five, then that's that's what it takes. <laughs> or six a.m. You know whatever it may be, but you gotta have some kind of backbone to it where where are most of your clients from agent wise, realtor wise i mean all around dude i mean i would say more on the west side like texas and in arizona and utah colorado um california washington i mean i don't, i got them all over so when you're coaching them obviously they have different markets and stuff everywhere's different yeah so how do you i guess how do you adapt I mean, is it all to you is it all kind of the same coaching but just different way of doing it or how do you adapt to different markets like but that i i think that's a stereotypical thing of what where people fell yeah. Right. So I think no matter what market is, it could be a foreclosure. It could be a short sale. It could be a different city. Yeah. There's still houses that they have to buy and you still have to build relationships. Correct. Right. People still have to have money to buy a house and people have to have a house to sell. So to go in and say, how can you help me in my market? What's well, what's different in your market? Well, we have this, this and this. And so here comes the excuses, right? It's yeah. like the person that wants abs, but you tell them, hey, you, but you got to eat, you know, healthy all the time and go to the gym and exercise. And then here it comes of, well, you know, I've got this and I've got that's, that. That's me. Every, <laughs> but every, every, it, it doesn't matter. People buy yeah. and sell homes in any market, any city, any state. Yeah. Now, do they do it a little differently? Yeah. Would you advertise maybe a little differently? Yeah, but that's not most of it. I mean, yeah. as long as you're a relationship building person in any market, you'll be able to be successful. Yeah. The bigger markets, I will say, are saturated with the world and the let's go run ads and let's go buy leads and, you know, let's go sell you back your own lead for 35% return. Yeah. And uh, or, hey, let's go put on, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, as things we become topical where they're like, oh, I'm going to teach a class on how to do reels. And I'm like, motherfucker, you're just teaching how to do video. There's also YouTube. It's a fancy, it. it's a fancy word. And like, you're going to spend all this time. And I, you know, it's like, I was talking about how realtors are doing TikTok. I'm not opposed to doing TikTok, yeah. but why isn't that same content on YouTube? Yeah. What was, what was the main switch in your life? And you're like, all right. Cause I mean, sure. I'm sure you weren't always this confident in yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there had to been some point you were like, all right, I need to change myself. I need to adapt to where I want to be and be an entrepreneur. What, what was that switch for you in life? Uh, I mean, I always did well when I felt that I was successful is when I did everything I could to be a full-time dad for my daughter. She answer. changed my whole life. Right. Yeah. So I think people are like, Oh, it's cause I had this business and I had that. Oh dude, my whole life is, is, is built around my kids. Yeah. Like you have to, that's, well, that's I think people build their lives around their spouse. Yeah. And I, I think I that's would, wrong. I would never say that. And I'm, and I, and I, and I say it fully, I think that's wrong <laughs> because if your kids are happy and I think most people are such in a battle yeah. and, and I think the reason where they disagree to agree is that they're so consumed on what you're going to do for that person versus whatever. But dude, if you guys are a community and you make sure that your kids are always happy yeah. and divorces, when you look at that, that's the biggest thing that fails of, Oh, I got to pay you child support for this, or I've got to do this. 
I don't believe in child support. I don't think there, anybody should ever have to pay child support unless, you know, you stay at home, you help somebody. I understand there's some stuff. Right. But when you look and you want to bring up like what's happened over the past years, it was the highest, highest divorce rate we've ever had because people had to actually hang out stay with their home. spouse. Yeah. Right. But not only that, financially, they found out that they couldn't survive and live the lifestyle that they wanted. Yeah. I think it, I think it opened up a lot of eyes to people to, to just kind of be like, you know, I need to do more. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm doing so little. I'm not. And. And, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't flex on people with bottles in the gym or bottles in the, in the club and, or, or being at the gym all the time. Cause it was all closed. Right. So people lost their identity, mm. mm-hmm. you know, and, and so you look at it and you say, well, if something else out there in the world has to create what your identity is yeah. outside of what your purpose is, my purpose and my wife's my kids. Right. And yeah. as a parent, that's what I would always say. Like who gets that you go to the gym every day and, and you've got abs at the end of the day, when you're 50, and you're still making 50, 60 grand a year living in your apartment. Do abs really matter? <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I know so many friends that are like that. And they're like, yeah. dude, I've known you for so long and you're successful and you're doing it. And they're like, oh my God, like I'd love to pick your brain. I'm like, for what? Yeah. I'm like, I was in the same spot. Like when I did my bodybuilding stuff, I, I, I lost myself for a minute. Um, I lost myself for a minute when I opened up my company. 100% Why is that? On that. Uh, it was just new for me. Like everybody in my life turned their back on me. You know, they thought that I was having, I, was, I wasn't having a good relationship with my wife at the time. I was living in, a, living in another room at the same time for like nine months. I'm very open about my life. Um, I thought we were going to get a divorce. You know, but people only see what they want to see. Do you believe in um, um, direct videos to clients? Like, like just, I know you said like write them letters, do text messages, but do you believe in like the whole bomb bomb thing? And like, if you send me a video via text it's message, kind of weird, right? I'm not going to. Okay. All right. I thought I was the only one. It's and a if little you weird. send me that voice recorded message where you like have a 45 second text message, oh. I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> and that's why I just say, call me. Yep. That's right why I after. say the same thing. That's why, that, that's why that's I say, like call it. me after. But yeah, I love how somebody's fine. not on the podcast, but is trying to be on I the know, podcast. Got, I have a third mic. I should have got you on here. Have, but that, but that. And, and you study people is yeah. most people don't like, like I get it. It's 45, 45 seconds or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, if it's like five seconds, I'm just like, call me. We'll get it done. Yeah. Look at her. What? She's like, I'm gonna, she literally could have just said, I'm walking into dinner. I'll call you tomorrow. And I would have said, you know what? I would have said, I would have said, I would have said, you know what? Totally fine. Enjoy your dinner. Have a great night because you know what? Tomorrow it can, it's, it's not a priority. We're going to get to it. When's your birthday? Uh, June 25th. I'm August. What's what, 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 uh, I'm a cancer. What am I? Alana? I'm not even into that, but I just want to know what, if we're similar in that. That's my mindset all the time. They're looking that. it up right now. I know they don't know either. Your wife should know this, bro. Does she um, love you? I think so. <laughs> I would hope so. So, okay. Going back to the Facebook groups, your real realtor clients specifically. So some of the, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot of realtor clients. But some of the ones that have dropped off or that have just given you a bad review, whatever it may be. I've never had a bad review. Okay. Well, I have people that don't like me, but you can't say my coaching didn't work. So if the ones that they have, may not like my delivery. Is that what it is? Delivery of it? Is, I would say it, some people are always like, oh, he's so harsh. He knows this. I'm like, but yet when we were young and getting coached, it was okay for a coach to yell at your kid. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, that's something I, I like about your coaching style. And that reminds me of high school sports and like, I mean, I was getting yelled at, hit across the face with whistles in the ear. Like you just... They is cussing you. She doesn't believe that I played sports, and they're laughing at me because they don't think I'm good. I I was all state, man. Whatever. 
Oh my gosh. Anyways, moving on. Here it comes. All right. So, what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy coaching? Okay. So, I guess what part of coaching do you enjoy more? The speaking part, or actually going into the Facebook groups or the Zooms? When and people win. All right, but specifically. They, when they win. <laughs> I mean, they're like I, I I do the coaching and I and I travel and I I like meeting new people. I would say traveling and meeting new people Probably is, fun. is super fun. Yeah. And and giving them an opportunity to where they can do more in their business. But literally, when I get the text messages or people that are like, oh, my God, I'm killing it or, or whatever it is, that's the win, bro. Yeah. That's 100%. That's awesome. Are, there, are you just leaving up? You're just getting it? <laughs> just, you're just out? I'm just adjusting my pants. <laughs> so you, yeah. do, you do realtor coaching, title company coaching, what else? Uh, lender. Lender. Uh, I do business consulting. Um, yeah, I mean, anything that you want to learn how to create efficiency. I don't think I'm most efficient person in the world but i i find a lot of people's pain points so tell me about your first client coaching client oh man my first one-on-one that's client, always like a my first one-on-one client was sean everett and now he's got into he's still doing real familiar? estate he does he builds a lot of websites for realtors and helps them on that but um he had a great story he like begged me to do one-on-one and i didn't want to do one-on-one at the time i was just doing the subscription he's like please man just take me on and he had a he had a brain thing where he had to have his oh. skull actually cracked Ooh, he's smart 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 individual and uh, really helped him through that. I said, why are you doing real estate, bro? You're really good at the stuff. Like, why would you do that? Well, I got to find family. Well, if you love what you do, you'll always be able to make money. So he's, he's actually done more, made more money. Is he still with you? Yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah, he's never left. And he builds on all my website stuff and does all my back. And he has a lot of client stuff. But, nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, I think people don't find their passion. I think people chase money. Yeah. Versus happiness. Right. Because. I told my daughter, I'm, you know, like whatever you want to do, she's 11, you know, they want to talk about their life, right? They think they're adults. They want to be YouTube stars? They think they're adults. But I said, baby, <laughs> if you are always helping people, you can never lose. Yeah. But the moment you go to be of service to someone and work in a service industry, not helping industry, there's two different things. Right. To where you work for someone, you're a front desk person or whatever, and that's not helping somebody, you're just collecting a paycheck. Yeah. Where you build a company where you really help people change their lives to be better, right. like a fitness or a nutritionist, same thing, you know, that's when you make the money, is when you own the company, though. Yeah. Like, I think it's interesting in our industry, like, I'll see, like, people, let's just say, consider, like, title reps or escrow officers or whatever, like, guys, that's kind of where I came from. Yeah. And they'll make a move to another company, and everybody's like, oh, my God, congratulations. For what? You made a lateral move. <laughs> Like you're doing the same at a different company. Oh, man. Like you might make a little bit See, more that's money. That's the real. That's, but, but own that's 100% it. True. Like own it. Like yeah. why are you not owning? Like oh, congratulations! You have the same title at a different company, a different entity that you, you don't gotta, own. You actually got to start over a little bit. And, and you don't. And you don't have it. And then you have to make sure that your clients yeah. follow you yeah. to see how good you are. And I'm like, but, and in realtors, I change brokerages again. Why? And the only reason you change brokerage is because of splits. Oh, I hate that one. And they're shit like, so congratulations on changing a brokerage again, Kathy. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Keep, keep, this is the sixth month in the year. Keep doing no deals. Oh my God, right? <laughs> and they, the brokerage is not going to change the functionality of your business. Thank you. That's 100 And all, of, all these realtors will change. Oh, they offer this and offer this. Dude, you still have to go to work. You got to put, put in the work. You got you to you bring it, you know? How often do you have to tell agents that? Like, like I, I just feel like sometimes people, people may come to you really trying to actually get something out of it. But if they don't do well, it, I ask them why they would want to do it. Okay. Like if, if they're beyond the, the town, they don't have, you know, there's really nothing to offer and they don't really care about the split, you know, at the end of the day, and they just want to go to a shop that's just like a flat fee or whatever, then that, then that's great. Yeah. And I think a lot of brokerages are hurting right now because they really don't have the value. Right. You know, a lot of those people that were taking, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40%, 
I think at the beginning, I think every realtor should go through an apprenticeship. Yeah. I think every day it's like an internship because they're just thrown to the wolves. They don't know how to market. They don't know how to do, you know, a showing presentation. They don't know how to do a listing presentation or whatever it is. But they also don't know how to be consistent. Right. Because their consistency in life was going to a job from eight to five that told them if you didn't like it, it's so crazy. Dude, this is the funny that I've never seen in the real estate industry <laughs> is you went to a job that you knew you had to show up at eight and you knew you had to leave at five. But realtors work three hours a day <laughs> and then wonder why they have no deals. Yeah. And it's like, well, why don't you just treat it like a job that you had prior and maybe do more? So like people, they'll say, well, I want to make, I want to go from a hundred thousand to make 300,000. Okay. Well then you're going to have to do how much the amount of work three times the amount yeah. of work to get the 300,000. Well, I don't want to do that. Okay. Well you have to do that because you want 300,000 because the work you're putting in now is paying you a hundred. Yeah. But they, I don't understand society, dude. It's like people just want to get like that, handed out. Well, that's why entrepreneurship's not for everybody. And that's, that's, it, it, I think it takes a real like I was working a full-time job. Thick skin. Yeah. Eight to five. I would get off eight at 5 p.m., go home, show houses, go back home, write contracts. And this would be a long time we started, first started dating. And so I would be up until 11, midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And I would do what you're saying. Because I remember you were like, all right, it's called stocking. I go, it is called stocking, but it's smart. It's a, it's a, it's a social way of farming, what you said. Correct. So I would go on Instagram. I would go to my friends, look at their mutual friends or who they're tagged with, follow them, comment, like their stuff. As creepy as it is, if they look on Instagram and see it's your mutual friend, it's okay. I'm more like the you're yeah, you're somewhat in the circle. Yeah. So I would do that at night, circle laying in bed. Laying in bed, I would get follow requests, DMs, and like that's how I built my business was Instagram. And it still is. So when you're like, Instagram makes me nothing. I was like, if you actually had Facebook <laughs> and did it correctly, you'd build well, it. Well, I agree. That's, that's why I was telling Leroy, I was like, man, it's good that he was here because it reminds me how much more I need to do on other platforms. Well, would you say all of your clients, all your real clients do most, mostly video content? Man, they, they're they, so scared to do video. They, they, they do, do better. I, yeah, they do better at it. They're better at systems, better at efficiency. Um, I focus on just being happy, living your best life and, and doing what you need to do, but being of service to your clients yeah. and make it an experience, right? Like me getting on this podcast, you're like, it's kind of a little bit of a different experience, right? I like it. But you want to be remembered. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, but when you look at how realtors, they all advertise the same, their flyers look the same, yeah. their business cards all look the same. So why would I choose you then? Yeah. So the purpose of like, you know, I think there's great coaches out there. I think there's phenomenal coaches out there. Am I for everybody? No, I'm not, but I'm going to be for the people that want to win. Um, I'm a disruptor. I say a lot of the opposite things because people just read things and that's how it works. I have statistical measure of while my clients have gone from 15 to 145 transactions in a few amount of years, but it was the consistency. Yeah. I mean, every coach you have in the first year, your productivity should go up because you've never had a productivity coach. Right. But what happens in year two, three, four, and five? When you're doing the same thing and they don't know how to pivot their business to be like, okay, this is where you build it and really build out because they're not listening to you because they're giving you the same script to every client that they coach yeah. versus being like, let me cater to your question, your needs. What are your pain points right now? Because everybody's business is going to have a different pain point at a different timeline of it, right? Yep. Yep. And it's not a one size fits all. That's why they don't make just one size of shoe, right? Some have bigger feet than others. Some wear smaller shirts than others, right? I mean, yeah. it's not a one size fits all, but when you look at real estate coaching, you look at people in general, they're all trying to make it like a one size fits all. Yeah. Buy leads, door knocks, circle prospect, whatever the that is. And I just, I'm like, that's a stupid, like, why yeah, don't you build different. a business plan that you're happy with yeah. and then you'll do more business. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what, here's what's funny is cause I, I, I always bring up Leroy cause he's a, he always asks these questions. I'm like, this is just a spot on what you, what you right. want to learn is what right. I'm trying to like put out there. So he's always like, well, most of your videos aren't real estate related. And I, w I always tell him like, well, me and, Eric, me and Eric collaborate a lot on videos that have nothing to do with real estate. 
like they're just they're, they want to know life they're cool they're they're either creative in some weird way but have some subtle thing about real estate something in there and then it always leads to a conversation later on in the dms like hey that was a really cool video right. I, and i don't even know this person and i'm like okay cool what do you do for work man i mean just kind of spark a conversation a little bit and it leads to real estate Yep. So being different, and I, we have fun doing it. I think a lot of realtors should find whether it's cooking at home or walking a dog or whatever. Maybe whatever like, your hobbies, habits, interests, and activities are, or what I necessarily sells it, but what will create the conversation of somebody that actually want to work with you? Yeah. Because if all you post is real estate, they're like, "Dude, I get real estate, but who are you?" Yeah. Like, are you somebody I can have a conversation with? Do you like? I mean, do you, what, what do you like? Are you a foodie? You like wine? Do you, yeah. you like to golf? Do you like to travel? Do you? Did you play sports? I mean, did your sister kick your ass in sports? I don't know. <laughs> no, she didn't. It's, not, it's a false. Yeah. That's false. Well, I mean, there's three people in the room that say different. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Pictures of Alana and Stella get way more likes, you know? I get more. I mean, I would say the same thing. You know, the statistics of how it works. I mean, that's yeah. where you move it to your captive audience. But I don't know, man. I just think people, you know, I look at, I look at my dad. My dad's 73. You know, it's finally fully retired. Yeah. But, you know, made mistakes financially and. I think it's funny how I look at his life and he's like the whole benefit of the 401k. People go to a company because of the 401k. Yeah. Do you realize if you actually took that money and invested it in a real estate or something better or, or paid your debt off, you realize your credit card percentage is more than what you're actually making on a 401k. And if you just pay <laughs> that shit up, I mean, it's Dave Ramsey, but I understand that, but you yeah. know, be frugal, whatever he says, I'm like, that dude buy a lamborghini if you want buy a ferrari if you can afford it do it i mean you get one life yeah what are you gonna die and be like well i had a million in the bank but you didn't do anything with that million put it like i'd rather go have a, i'd rather go live an epic life um have fun yeah enjoy it and and know that i went out with my boots on yeah. you know well, that's, that's a good mindset to have it's a good life to live honestly but people are scared yeah most people live in fear because they've created a lifestyle knowing that if they get fired from that job they, keep, they don't have their lifestyle anymore. Yeah. Well, dude, if somebody's going to pay you 50, there's always somebody that's going to pay you 50. Yeah. You can find another job. Right. But I think people are just, they're just scared, man. People are so just. So who's, who's your coach? Who's your, who are your motivators? Oh, man, I like John Gafford. He's a stud. He's really grown with a lot. Bradley helps me with a lot of stuff. He's a good person. But uh, my kids, bro. Yeah. Nice. I'd say my kids teach me more than anything because you look at them and, and you realize that's, that's you. Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, you look at these kids that are out of control their parents allow it <laughs> it's dead serious no, it's true. like I agree. yeah you look at all these kids that like oh it's 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 how i grew up well 100 percent, it's how you grew up yeah like how many billionaires were in poverty and now they're billionaires they just changed they didn't want to do that anymore right so you didn't teach you, know, you can still be broken tell your kid like don't live the lifestyle don't make the mistakes that i made yeah. don't be this person like that's the lesson you should be building to your kids not hey man i'm gonna teach you how to be a thug i'm Teach you how to do this. Like, if you don't like your job being a, a blue collar worker, then tell your son, you know what? Go do something different. Go find your passion that you want to do. Yeah. I don't think I don't think as parents, and I'm, I don't say I'm like the parent of the world, but like, go find what makes you happy. Like, I would love for my daughter to play sports. Mm. Okay, dancing is not a sport. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because even oh, though she's eleven, man, she's a, a, she's eleven, awesome. and she's like almost she's five three plus. Yeah. You know, she's tall like a dangly giraffe, but I was getting an argument. I'm like, dude, dancing is not a sport. Oh, and she, shit. I'm like, just, and she, you know, her and my wife, they always want to argue about it. But I said, dude, you'd be phenomenal at golf. You'd be, you, you know, use your height. You know what I mean? You know, what's funny though, is that every girl that grow, grew up being a dancer is, is they, you ever think when that like song that comes on on the radio and they're like, Oh my God, I did a dance to this. And here they come like working it out and doing their shit. Like that's like this? my this whole life, 200%. like my whole life, like we'll listen to things and all of a sudden Colette's doing this. And I'm like,
She's like, oh, I did a dance to this. I'm like, you did a dance oh, to almost yeah. every song on the radio. That's why I don't listen to the radio anymore with her in the car. I listen to music I want to go through. And, uh, you know, that's hilarious. and that's how it is. So I know you brought up Zillow in that class that we were in. And I guess being, I, I wasn't super aware of this. But I guess Phoenix got hit really hard for my buyers. Well, they're always getting hard. I mean, every iBuyer account starts there and people don't want to listen. I mean, the value has to be there. I mean, it yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, these companies are great with what they do. Right. You know, they're very specific yeah. on how they work it. I think it's awesome that they're doing it. People aren't happy. Oh, they're disrupting it or they're doing this or whatever. But but why? Maybe you should look at your business and be like, why am I upset? Well, do you have the content? Do you have the systems? Do you have whatever? Why well, can't compete with them? Sure you can. Yeah. You know, the iBuyer campaigns are just about getting leads and making right. it the, the because what they're doing is they're answering the, the consumer's question like, you get to choose the moving date. You get to choose this. You can stay in your house a little bit longer. She so can get your other stuff or whatever you're trying to do. And what we do, uh, you know, that I see a lot of real estate agents out there is they confuse the consumer. Mm -hmm. Well, you're a buyer's agent. Why don't you sell my house? Yeah. Well, so you can't sell my house or what? You just said you're a buyer's agent. Do you know a lot of people that sell their home don't even know that you can represent them in a buy after they sell? I, I'll never understand teams that, I mean, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Well, because they're not smart. They'll advertise buyer's agent or listing agent. I'm like, you can do anything you want. I've had agents leave a team come to us because they thought they could only buy with them or use buyers with them and not do both. And I'm so confused on why they can't, why they advertise that way. It makes zero sense. I don't know. Oh man. So anyway, so what are those agents in Phoenix or, or what are they doing over there? It's kind of adapting with what's, what's happening. Over they there. don't adapt, bro. They go to these stupid classes and like, we're going to teach you how to do reels and all this other stuff and that's all I mean, TikTok and, and just do video, man, do video, create relationships, have a, have a structured system every day. Yeah. Like if you have a structured system every day of how to create conversation, you can't lose. Yeah. Because the more conversations you create, I just think they're trying to create. I just think sometimes our ego gets in play and we're like, oh, we're so good. It's just going to come. Yeah. You got to you gotta check it out the door. You got to realize like people want to know who you are. Um, I mean, Arizona's huge for my God. Do they have, and it's not to knock, but they got, um, you know, they get awards for like 40 under 40. And I'm like, dude, you did six deals in a year. I've always considered getting my license there so I can go golf whenever I want to. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, I don't know, it's just interesting, man. It's just, it's a false narrative is yeah. what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm a real person, like, obviously what it is. Um, you know, people ask, like, you know, how's your business? Some, you know, people that are, you know, haters or admirers. And I'm like, I'm Lamborghini, dude. They don't just handle and you have to be able to have an income to afford it. Yeah. But I don't need to post my accolades. I, and I don't give about the car. I bought the car because it's always been a bucket list thing of mine. It makes you happy. It wasn't, well, it wasn't to, like, to to be like oh my god look at me but here's the here's the analogy of how i go if a toyota camry is going down the road and a lamborghini is going down the road what car are they going to pay attention to well if you're lana the lamborghini right but if you're <laughs> but if you're if you're parked if you're parked in the if you're parked in a parking lot yeah and there's a lamborghini and there's a toyota camry next to it where it is so my license plate frame has my name on it so people will look me up and they'll see it right cool. a lot of people when i get out of it it's so funny because uh i'll go to the gas station and old guy's like what are you doing man i'm like oh, i'm a drug dealer and he's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, can I get you something? That's awesome. Just, you know, because you never think a big tatted up dude is successful. And it's a stereotype of the world. I mean, did I ever think in my life when I was younger that I'd be driving a Lamborghini and doing that stuff? God, no. Yeah. Did I think four years ago? No. It just came to where being bombarded every time when I worked in the industry with what I did prior of people complaining about shit mm. that you're making them money. Yeah. Okay. Sure, maybe I don't do it your way, but your way obviously wasn't winning. You know, I'm the one that they came to see and speak. Yeah. You know, and, and it has nothing to do with that, but at some point you're going to be, my analogy was if I'm coaching all these realtors when I was doing it and I say my systems work, maybe I need to put my money where my mouth is. 
And so yeah, I did. And so I did. So people say, does your system work? Well, I was able to leave a, you know, $25,000 a month salary job plus other things and just walk out and realize that I'd be okay. Yeah. So did it work? Yeah, it worked. What's your, what's your, uh, favorite car? What do you want to buy? What's next? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I've always wanted a Rolls Royce. Ooh. A 48 Ferraris. Probably good. I want a convertible or, uh, you know, I've always wanted to do. That sounds funny. I've always just wanted to buy a Geo Metro. And just mob that around. <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> so Alana knows an abnormal amount about cars and I know absolutely nothing. So Alana, what's the Geo Metro? We, we know who, we know who wears, we know that who wears the pants in the family. Oh, hundred percent. So did you, so when you say all state, was that for cheerleading? Or did you actually play a sport? Because as a man, you should probably know what like a car is, right? I don't know. What, I know what the other ones were. The Geo Metro got me. Geo I know what Metro. a Gallo, Gallo, uh, Gallo, what is it called? Gallo, Gallo 54. 54 is. Congratulations. Your wife probably told you that. You know a lot about pizza <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know what a basketball is? Oh, I heard man. your sister does. I can run circles Actually, around her. we should have a dunk contest right now. We should. Get a little mini hoop. Like a little like, uh, dribbling contest. Yeah. So no. funny. John played basketball too. Did you? So you play ball? In high school? What position were you? Contest. I thought well, you were 137 back then, right? Point, so, guard, point guard. Yeah, point guard. So you were fast. Is that Tony Parker's position? Yes. Yeah. That was my position too. Alan, I, was, I was short, yeah. but I was fast. I'm still fast. We're all the same height when we lay down, though. Just remember that. <laughs> Some are just built for more speed. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> mom. <laughs> no. No. So, we, okay. we didn't say anything about dollar bills and life. I will say one thing I like about your coaching too is that it's it's not an upsell. And uh, you brought that up. It was like, hey, once you're in, all the is. value is here. I'm it not gonna I'm not gonna upsell you anything else. It's all here, and I I can truly appreciate that because I've I've tried going to a few coaches, and like it's always like once you're in, you guys spend even more money, to keep gaining, and it's, it's For sure. a level up every time. It's like, geez, man, when is it? When, when is it not gonna work? <laughs> like, when does it end? Well, you look at real estate; it's almost like an upsell. Yeah. Like, what do I get? Where? Oh, you're gonna get all this, this, and this, but uh, do I really get all that? Mm-hmm. So, when you're coaching, do you use scripts too? Or how do you? What's? Do you, I just teach them lessons, like. I have kind of, I have checklists, I would say. Okay. And then I have a video to explain on like how I would do it in a sense. Nice. And then build your own brand because you're going to know your audience. Yeah. I think if you have a script where I think most of the scripts are like, hey, well, I'm, you know, I'm looking to, are you looking to buy or sell? Or, hey, I just got this new listing in your neighborhood. You know, have you thought of anybody or do you know anybody looking? I mean, that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Why don't you be like, hey, I just wanted to reach out. I, I'm going to be dropping a farming piece in your neighborhood. I wanted to put a face to name and a voice. Yeah. I just want to introduce myself. I'm not trying to be salesy. Yeah. You know, if you know of anybody you want to buy or sell, I'm not trying to do that full Monty pitch. But when you see my flyer, I just wanted to let you know that that's me. Yeah. And and just introduce myself and say, right. I, I'm, do you I'm, know how much further your marketing would go on a traditional farming if people were like, oh, this is the guy that called me and introduced himself. And then you have on a call to action on your flyer that says, hey, let's connect on social media or don't hesitate to reach out. The chances of them looking you up now go greater because you weren't tip. the sales pitchy of what every coach goes out there to tell you to do. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. That's a very valuable tip because a lot of times people just farm neighborhoods and I give There's them, no call to action. I give them the mail. I'm like, next. I mean, I just. Well, they're them. like, here's what's sold in your neighborhood or here's yeah. what. It, well, dude. I always look at them see what not cares? to do. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Who, who, who cares, you know? That's so. a good idea to call. How do you get, I guess, how do you get access to those numbers though? Title companies. Ah. You see that plug? You can buy that list. You see that plug? You do whatever. <laughs> That's a good idea. And so like, I guess, so your videos, the way you structure them out are like, 
just based on. We'll start here. Build a business plan. Build a consistency. Learn yeah. to track your numbers. Learn so how you to have build a tracking out social. system in there already, mm -hmm. or no? That's Sell cool. spreadsheets. Nice. Yeah, but is, it, but is it actually like color coded already that you just download and upload? I, I walk through on what I'd put them in the column. Okay. And then teach them where you can color code whatever works for you because everybody's got a different way of doing it. Yeah. I leave it as an open door because I don't think any anybody's systems is perfect. Yeah. I think the system that you build with a little bit of guidance is perfect. You never thought about like on a business level like partnering with the CRM? Why? I mean, essentially Excel is a CRM or vice versa. But like, I guess. I would which, build my own. But on your bit, yeah, yeah. I, Build your you know how many millions? You know how many people have come out to me and asked me, "Can I do that?" Whatever. I was just wondering. I mean, it makes I, sense. But then that's an upsell. True. Or you can offer a discount rate and get paid by the CRM company. I know how that all works, man. Yeah. It's not the first time. I feel somebody's like you should do me. that. It's a smart one. I'm never gonna be that person. Okay. If I see you come out and do that in a month, I'm like, I told him. To <laughs> I've had people. My buddies own CRMs. Yeah. There you go. I mean, let them find, let them choose. I mean, it's just it's where it is. I mean. Yeah. The only other entity that I would do is probably like insurance, like home, auto. That's yeah, a good idea. That's probably that's well, that's not my next thing that I'm going to be. Opening. There was a home insurance guy in the in the classroom today. Yeah, that's what I would do next because I Same would concept. build out the system and well, I have already clients and you guys have the people and they need yeah. something so I can help them out. But and then you do home warranty. Well, but then but then oh, home warranty is a nightmare. But then I would <laughs> uh, I would build that out. But then I'd be able to say hey, thank you and be able to help you with your marketing a little bit. Like hey, yeah. thank you. Here's a referral. Doing all about you, you know, for you know help that way. So it's kind of I don't know, man. I think. You got a win-win. I think people just take and take and take and take. Like the people that always would call me and be like, hey, man, can I take you to lunch and pick your brain? I'm like, no. Yeah, my brain's worth a lot. Yeah, you're going to pay <laughs> me for it. Like, why yeah. would I pay you? I've had friends that are like, why would I pay? Now, certain people that have always been a part of my life, yeah, yeah I ain't got a problem with that. But people that are like, hey, man, I got this business idea. Can I run it by you? I'm like, yeah, yeah for sure. That. It's I called $500 the, every 30 minutes, and we'll go from there. I hate that that's the price now. Brain. Eventually, awesome. as it goes up, I'm going to be at two, three, four, five. $5,000 for everything. Why? Because as entrepreneurs, your scalability of, of yeah. the value. When I first started, it was 75 bucks. Can you believe that? Well, and now, nobody ever wanted to take it. Now it's like 500? For 30 minutes, yeah. There you go. Well, I learned how to dance. Yeah. So once I became a better dancer, that's how it worked. Oh so my now God. I got them paying attention over there. Oh my God. I was like, wait. Oh, I, was like, I, I, thought you meant like I just want to see if they're listening. Chelsea's over there. Chelsea's over there going, God. She probably, she, you know what? She probably gets a song on and it's <laughs> something that she did with dance. And she probably grabs one of her dogs and gets them up and she's like dancing around with them. I can oh already see it gosh. now. Well, that's a, that's a, that makes sense. So home insurance, you could even go with, uh, you said home warranty is a nightmare. It is. But anything, uh, uh, inspectors? It's a nightmare, right? People are Their client base right are realtors now. mostly. Yeah, but I, I just want to keep it to where it's a, easy look, the, the reoccurring revenue is where you make the money. Yeah. So me having to always just go out there and lead prospect to be a home inspector is not reoccurring money. Right. You need hot auto and home. You don't always need a home inspection. That's true. Nowadays, you don't. Nowadays, they wave should, a lot of that. But <laughs> well, yeah, I think yeah. they would, but yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So anything you want to like tell the audience about how to find you or what? Just look me up. I mean, yeah. I have everything, all my bio's there. John Story. I mean, Instagram's there. Oh, yeah, you're saying you're John Story and everything, right? Yeah. Uh, John Story Coaching, I'm, you know, for my YouTube channel, whatever. If you want to watch some videos, really see who I am. I'm just real, and I want people to win. Are I don't think a lot of people. Uh, I got a TikTok just to test out algorithms on stuff. Yeah. Do you post them? Um, yeah, I post videos of talking, not okay, looking like yeah. a. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got content out there. Yeah. I get content. I mean, I have things that are out there. I try to be on all platforms to say, yeah. I like to educate myself. Yeah. I don't ever want to say a platform's bad. I think TikTok's great. I just think that if you can do video, they're talking the video. Right. And why isn't that same video on all the other platforms? Agreed. And I think where they make mistakes is that they do a great video and then they leave it there. You're, you're resting your entire career on one platform. Yeah. Yeah. No, Does I that agree. make sense? Yeah. 
like where you're Instagram. So you're resting your entire career on one platform. I know. And there's multiple platforms that you're not even touching. So I touch them all. Yeah. You dabble in a little bit so that you always have a presence somewhere. But, but where you, you also but when important. you find out where you make your money is where you stay and you double down and you, and you build yes. up and then you create say. the relationships. I say, once you master one, hone and in on to the it, next one and then, and then learn some of the other ones, get good at those. And, yeah. and then maybe you'll master two. Yep. You never know. Yeah. So awesome, man. So John's story across the whole board. Do you have a podcast yet? No, you should get one. You know, I have so many people that do that. I just get on these things and then yeah. it's one more thing that I got to do. Well, I, I feel like everywhere you travel, you should hop on a podcast. I, I do. I have been. Yeah. Nice. I've been doing that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to tonight, man. Cigars and whiskey. Yeah, me too. All right. Thanks be for degenerates. Thanks for being here. Thanks, yeah. guys. See you guys Thank next you. time. Thank you. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye.